I want to get to the bottom of this. What is the ultimate pump-up song? So I've devised a tournament. It's the ultimate pump-up song bracket. Welcome to chapter 126 of Tales of a Light Tinted Chap. How are we all doing? Hope you guys have had a big week. I've had a large one. And also, welcome aboard to any new people who may be watching on YouTube because I'm uploading the podcast every week now to my main channel. So there might be a few new people having a bit of a sticky beak. Look at you guys having a bit of a gander going, what's... What's all the fuss about with podcasting? Some of you may be new to podcasting altogether. What it is, essentially, is a long-ass video that's unedited. And we get a little silly on here. We do. We get a little loose at times. But goddamn, it's great to have you here. And hopefully, you'll stick around. So, it's it's look, you picked a good time. If this is your first ever episode of Memoirs of a White Guy, boy, oh boy, you've come in at a big end. Because I want to talk about the Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise fight this week on Twitter. A 25-year-old called out a 56-year-old man to punch on and kick each other and choke each other in an octagon. Why? Because it's 2019. And that's what happens these days. And also, I have a taco tip for you all. I've got a game changer in the taco world. And I've also worked out the ultimate pump-up song. No, 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 wait, I already worked that out. That was ages ago. I meant I worked out a way to finally decide once and for all. I'm going to have the... Look, today, I'll just say it. We're going to start up the ultimate pump bop tournament where we are going to decide throughout the next uh, maybe 12 weeks. I don't know how long it's going to go for. But I have a system, I have a plan, and it's the fairest way possible. And it, it, it involves you guys voting. It's an interactive tournament. And I hope in the end... The best pump-up song wins. And, that, and that's what it's designed for. So, guys, good to be back. Another week. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll just come out and say it now. Oops. I feel like Britney Spears because I did it again. The podcast is late and I'm sorry. What's my excuse this week? Last week, uh, to those who mightn't have heard last week, I was a day behind. Last week, when it got to Wednesday, which is when the podcast is supposed to be out... I thought it was Tuesday. I was living a Tuesday on a Wednesday, and I realized that I'd been living about a day behind everyone else for about half a week. And that's that's not good. And this week, that's not the reason. Yesterday, I was trying to set all this up. It's a bit of a new setup for me, trying to get it on my main channel. There's a new camera. There's a new way I'm recording the audio. And it started to get really dark outside. So it was, got to about 4 p.m. And in Melbourne, at 4 p.m. during winter... It looks like one of the later Harry Potter films. Like, we're talking Order of the Phoenix onwards. That level of dark. It looks like... Oh, who's the guy? Like, Tim Burton. Who's the guy who makes... Oh, shit. I'm going to have to duck, duck, go it. Um, Tim, oh, who's the guy who makes those dark films? Like, Edward Scissorhand. Tim Burton, I think it is. He made that really creepy one. The, yeah, that's his name. Oh, man. The dude looks like... If that dude looks like Nicolas Cage if he was homeless, Tim Burton. He's the guy who makes Tim Burton movies. He made Edward Scissorhands. Look, his films are dark. That was the the joke there. He also made that dumbass movie, The Corpse's Bride. Pretty much every one of his film film star Johnny Depp being a weirdo. I felt like I looked outside and I felt like I was in Tim Burton's brain. 
and it look, it was getting dark, and I got to the point where it looked shitty as on the camera, and the microphone setup wasn't working the best I could. So I was like, look, there's gonna be at least another more another half an hour of troubleshooting here. So I just went, you know what? Do it tomorrow, and I'll explain myself then. But that's why the podcast wasn't up tomorrow, because I wanted to get it right for the very first main channel episode. Now, <clears throat> I should say, tell a bit about myself, uh, for those who might have just dabbled on my channel before and might be here. Hi, I'm Luke. I... Oh, man, what do I say? <laughs> what would the back of my footy card be? Someone asked me that recently. It was like for some dumb interview at like a community radio thing. They're like, Luke, tell us what the back of your footy card would be. Like, what would your main stats? And I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm 23. I have seven wheat bigs a day and I own a Subway loyalty card. <laughs> <laughs> Except I said it proudly and they just went cool next question and <laughs> I'm like what do you want to know about me? I shop a cotton on. Actually no, I've moved up recently to surf dive ski. I'm not happy with surf dive ski. I've had two tops that have ripped. I've tried to become not a JJ's boy. I've tried to become JJ's like okay, so I started off at JJ's. That's where every 14-year-old boy starts starts their fashion conquest into the world. That's where they start their journey. And then I went to Cotton On. So I was like, oh, look at this. No longer a two for 15 t-shirt. We're talking two for 30, motherfucker. So it's, you know, a little bit more wash quality. Shaz, my mum, was like, oh, yeah. This is this can go on the washing machine. We don't no longer have to hand wash this JJ's filth. And then now I've, I've gone into surf dive ski. I bought a $50 t-shirt and the motherfucker's already ripped. I want to go back to cotton on. I've already ripped a hoodie. I'm not sure if it's ripping in the wash. Look at this. I don't know. Look, none of you guys really care, but fuck it. It's my podcast. So <laughs> look at this hoodie. It's already ripped in this little... Anyway, whatever. I'm pissed off. So <laughs> that's me. I'm Luke. I own a Subway loyalty card. My dad would beat your dad in a fight. I'm white. This podcast is about celebrating white culture because there isn't enough of that in the world. Look throughout history. There's not enough white dudes out there flying the flag. So I thought, hey, <laughs> there's also not enough white dudes out there with a podcast. So I thought I'd fill that niche gap in the market and do one myself. So yeah, good to have you here if you're new. Now let's get into it. JB versus Tom Cruise. If you didn't see during the week, <laughs> Justin Bieber called out an, an actor, Tom Cruise, which you all would have heard of. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I had to explain that he's an actor. Justin Bieber tweeted, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you'll never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? And then he tagged Dana White, who is the head of the UFC. <laughs> Calls out a 56-year-old man to step in the octagon. I have two theories. Now, a lot of people have been throwing out, why did he do this? I have two theories. On a three. The first one is, he was taking the piss. I don't think many people have thought of that. Maybe, have you ever thought that Justin Bieber was just taking the piss? That's it. He was, he's bored. That, well, that goes into my second theory. But look, the first theory, yeah, he's taking the piss. He's a funny guy. 
He does funny shit on Alan occasionally. He does funny shit on Jimmy Fallon. He's got a good sense of humor. He does some self-deprecating stuff. I reckon the dude is probably friends with Tom Cruise, maybe, and they're just like, lol, I'll tweet that. That's something I'd do. If I was that famous, and I'd done it all, I've done world tours in arenas, I'd be like, <laughs> what's, a, what, what's a Monday for me? I'm just gonna... I'm just going to wake up, maybe, like, have a wank, or I don't know what he does. Like, he's probably bored of girls at this point, so he probably just tugs his dick like a like a weapon, and then he's like, fuck it, I'll go on Twitter and call out Tom Cruise for a fight. That'll entertain me for a couple of hours, watching the feedback roll in. Uh, maybe, have you ever thought that he's just going to release a new album soon, and he needs a bit of press? That's another theory. Wouldn't Wouldn't put it above him. Last year, he had the dick pic. And this year, he's like, well, I don't want my dick to be online again, so fuck it, I'll fight Tom Cruise, and then my album will go to number one. Genius. I should do that. When I, when I release my comedy special, you'll see the week before, I'm just going to pick a fight with like a YouTuber or even Tom Cruise. I'm going to call out Tom Cruise on Twitter just to get out that little bit of extra press before my comedy special comes out. That's how you hustle. No, no one's thinking of this. No one's like, well, maybe he's doing it to just, just to do it. <laughs> Everyone's like, why would he want to fight Tom Cruise? He probably doesn't. Why would anyone want to fight Tom Cruise? I've seen Mission Impossible. That dude scares the shit out of me. But Luke, it's stylized fighting. I don't give a fuck. You fight Tom Cruise then. If you're so like, there's are so many guys. This brings me to theory number two. He's bored. Justin Bieber's bored, and I think he got to the point where he was watching Mission Impossible, and he has that cocky thought that every guy has while they're watching an action film. You're watching Tom Cruise take on 50 bad guys, you know, he comes through a building, smashes the window, shoots up the place, punches a guy in the thing, and every single arrogant dude late at night has the exact same thought, where they're like, I reckon I could take him. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Dude, you couldn't take him if... I reckon Tom Cruise would beat me if he had two limbs. If I reckon he could beat with only two limbs. He could beat me if he didn't have any of his arms. He was just kicking me. I reckon he'd still be able to beat me. And I also reckon he'll be able to beat me if he had one arm and one leg. He was just hopping around, punching me. I'd be like, oh, this is so cool. I'm being punched in the face by one arm and one leg of Tom Cruise. That dude would smash me in a fight any day of the week, and, um, yeah, so that, that's my second theory, Justin Bieber's just bored, he's done world tours, he's got a Calvin Klein clothing thing, he's one of the most successful human beings for their age on the planet, and he's like, what haven't I done, uh, haven't fought in the octagon with Tom Cruise, haven't yet challenged anyone to a fight, I thought Tom Cruise was like, no, sorry, I thought, Justin Bieber was like a Christian boy. I thought he was like a lovely... Isn't he... Isn't that his thing now? He's like posted... I follow him on Instagram and he's like, God is great, God is good, but God also wants me to punch Tom Cruise in the face repeatedly, apparently. Um, but yeah. Look, the, the last thing I heard from Justin Bieber, I don't know why what he's doing. This, this is what also backs up my theory of he's bored. The last time I heard Justin Bieber was on that Lil Dicky song where he's like, I, no, 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 I, hi, I'm a baboon. Remember that one? Just like a man, uh, just less advanced, and my anus is huge. You know, <laughs> that's the last time I heard from Justin Bieber. 
That's not tough, Justin. You can't sing a song like, Hi, I'm a baboon. And then call out Tom Cruise. That's like, <laughs> Conor McGregor's not coming out there like, Hi, I'm a baboon. <laughs> no, he's talking fucking smack. He's... He's being the tough guy. You can't be tough, Justin, and call out people to fight in the octagon and then also sing songs about you being a baboon with a big bum. It's just not how it works. And now he's like, Hi, I want to fight Tom Cruise. <laughs> just like he... <laughs> like, I want to punch and kick just like he did in Jack Reacher too. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> Hi, I want to fight Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's a song I'd listen to. That's how we should have called him out. He called out Lil Dicky like, Hey dude, can I do a parody of your Earth song? He's like, I want to fuck you up. This is, uh, this is on Twitter in the Octagon. Do you guys know that song? If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you're so confused right now. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I should have put my phone in airplane mode. Heaps of people keep text me because I'm damn popular. What's it called? Earth. Earth by Lil Dicky. Here we go. It's such a... There's such a bop, this song. But this isn't a song you can feature on. A lot of celebrities featured on this song. We're talking Ariana Grande, Kevin Hart, uh, Snoop Dogg, Brendan Neary, you name it. Like It's like a who's who. Miley Cyrus, Shawn Mendes. And none of them... None of the other ones were like, oh, I don't want to fight Tom Cruise. And that they've got it right. But Justin Bieber was like, I volunteer as tribute. Hang on. This bit. I'm a baboon. <laughs> Hi. I want to fight Tom Cruise. <laughs> Dude, this song's silly, and then you can't be that silly and then also want to fight in the octagon. It just doesn't make sense. What would my song be? It'll be like, Hi, I'm Luke Kijal. <laughs> I eat seven wheat picks, and I like playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. <laughs> oh, man. Or, and like, my, my alter ego will be like, Hey, amigo, what is your name? Hi. My name is Jeff. <laughs> I do the radio show in Nova with Big Spaghetti. <laughs> I'm in a silly mood today, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Big Spaghetti. Oh, sorry, Jeff and Big Spaghetti. Uh, the Nova Drive show on um, Nova. So you, some people think Kate Tim and Marty do it, but it's actually Jeff and Big Spaghetti. They're my biggest uh, radio idols, and that they're why I go into radio. It's a long story. But um, the point is, Justin... Stop calling Tom Cruise out. I look, I think he's doing it to take the piss, actually. So, if 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 you're doing it to take the piss, then of course, like I I, I love I'm talking talking to him like he's gonna fuck us. Says, hey Justin, if you're watching, <laughs> no, I just think about the whole situation is he's definitely taking the piss, and I think people need to stop taking everything online so seriously. He's just hey, if you can't call out Tom Cruise for a laugh, then what's this world come to? That's disappointing that. People take him seriously. Because you shouldn't. He's just... He's a pop star. He's just a 25-year-old dude who's like, Yeah, I'm rich. Fuck it. I'll call out Tom Cruise. I don't think there's any beef whatsoever. I think it's just... 
Because it's so ridiculous. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you'll never live it down. That's surely taking the piss. He, the dude's married. What's he got? What, there's no interest in there to fight anyone, surely. You'd hope. I'm just like literally hoping. It's so funny when I first watched that. I remember the day I saw Justin Bieber's baby. You know, him in the bowling alley with Ludacris. Like, baby, baby, baby. Oh. I never thought, one day I want to see this little bowl haircut cut kid fight Tom Cruise. I never had that thought. But now I'm like, oh, I, wonder, I wonder who'd win. <laughs> It's so crazy that he's got everyone, like, literally no one asked. No one was thinking, oh, I wonder if Justin Bieber should... Now I'm starting to think of other celebrity matchups. Since this has come out, I'd never had that thought. I never thought, what would happen if a pop star fought a movie star? It never occurred. I've thought of YouTubers fighting before, because that's happened, but not once was I like, I wonder what would happen if Ed Sheeran fought Tom Hanks. That'd be a really good fight. (laughs) I've never had that thought. It's just like, fuck me. Harry Styles should get in the ring with Kevin Spacey. Uh, (laughs) Actually, Kevin Spacey would probably like that if you got him more in the X Factor days. Um, And then he'd be like, what? I'm gay. (laughs) Hi, I'm a baboon. Anyway, I think that's super funny that Justin Bieber did that. What a legend. And I think people just need to stop uh, stop taking it seriously. I have one more theory. This is, this is a wild card, but if it's correct, I'm going to post this part if it comes out to be true. And not the other parts where I sang, I'm a baboon for five minutes. What if the reason why Justin Bieber called out Tom Cruise was because he's sick of Christianity and he wants to become the new head of Scientology? And maybe, I don't know a lot about Scientology, but maybe that's how a new leader is decided. Maybe, like, he's like, oh, you know, other religions go, like, you know, when, when there's a new pope, there's a bit of smoke, ch- you know, chugs out of the Vatican, just like a little like a little steam train. And then th- that's what happens when there's a new pope. But maybe, like, to decide or when a new um, Scientology leader comes in, they're like you. Hey, you battle out. You battle it out in the octagon. It's very. If that is the case, it's very like uh, ancient. It, it feels very like ancient Greece. Like I don't know. It, it just feels very old style. Like the you know the 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 former king battles it out with the with the up and comer. I'd be back in Tom Cruise any day in that fight, and I also think a lot of other people would be. But God damn, I wouldn't be supporting him. I'd be Team Bieber all the way. I'd become a believer fucking overnight if he stepped in the octagon. I think it's crazy as well that... This is another reason why I think it's definitely a joke. Why would you call out someone to step in the octagon? If you really wanted to fight someone and you really had no boxing experience like both of them don't. I mean, Tom Cruise has done stylized fighting in movies and, and so I'm sure he knows a bit, but... Justin Bieber has done baby, baby. So if I, if that was my resume on fighting, if my biggest fight, there was, I've seen one video of Justin Bieber punching a paparazzi where he's like, Do you, you guys seen that video where he's dressed in red? What the fuck do you say? You heard what I said, man. What'd you say? You heard what I fucking said, He looks like a fucking elf and he's like, come on, bro, you want to fucking... You want to fucking... <laughs> it's like, dude, don't dress in a matching red beanie and a matching red top. You look like fucking Santa Claus when he was 10. Stop picking fights with paparazzi. Anyway, so Justin Bieber, 
should not be challenging anyone in the octagon because he doesn't have any fighting experience. But if I was to challenge anyone off no fighting experience, you'd challenge them in the ring. You'd, you'd be like, let's box. Because then you only have to learn how to punch. And, you know, boxing, I'm, I'm not saying there's, obviously there's a lot of skill involved in both sports. But I reckon it would be way easier to learn boxing in a small amount of time than it would be to learn fucking, uh, like, UFC fighting. Like, you got to learn how to choke, kick. I can't even get my leg high enough to stretch on a fence at a football ground. Let alone kick someone in the fucking head. So I'd definitely rather box someone, which is why I was like, why does he want to fight him in the octagon? Fight him in a ring. Do what Logan Paul did. That's easier to learn how to box. Because then you just got to learn how to move, duck, jab, hook. You know, there's like there's like four to five different punches. Um, obviously, there's a lot more to it than that. But god damn, in the octagon, why do you want to choke each other out? That's so fucking American as well. To just like call out someone who could be your dad's age. and be like, yo, let's fight in the octagon. Why is that so American? It's it's so it's so Australian to be like, come outside, mate. Buddy, you say that again? Come outside, meet me in the parking lot. But American, they're like, fucking let's let's do it properly. <laughs> let's let's sponsor this fight. Let's get Dana White involved and let's do it in the octagon. Like there's even dudes at pubs in America like, hey, <laughs> we'll have the yo, let's do like yo. You want to go? You want to go? Huh? Huh? All right, let's schedule it in three months from now in an octagon. Uh-huh. I'll see you there. That's so American to just fight, to do an organized fight. It's very Australian to just go, let's fucking do it right now. I'll take my jeans off. All right, I'll do it at undies to get a bit of, get a bit of like, you know, leg room, <laughs> a little bit of agility. And it's very British, I reckon, to just be like, oi, geezer, you want to come over to mine and have a fucking joust? Huh? You want to have a fucking gouse? <laughs> a gouse? You want to have a joust, mate? Come on. Come over here. I will lance you so fucking hard. I will go through your shield and into your forehead. All right, mate? That's that's a British way to pick a fight. If Justin Bieber was British, this is what his tweet would have read. Would have read, I want to challenge this geezer Tom Cruise to a lance, to a bit of a joust in my paddock. Okay? Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared, and you'll never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight at King Arthur? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's fucking how it would have. That's how that shit would have gone down. And now I wish Justin Bieber was British. <laughs> you want to fucking go? <laughs> I think I just like doing the accent. All right, let's talk about something else. I've, let's. We need to move on. I've been talking about this. I swear to God, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's what podcasting is. If you knew, you just you just run it. It's like, hey, hey, here's a joke. <laughs> Give it to me, all right? Put it on the ground and then run it on top of it and run it into the ground. That's what podcasting is. And <laughs> all right, the next thing I want to talk about, guys, is big. It's huge. We're talking, we're talking um, the pump up songs. Now, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. My ultimate pump-up song is Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Why? I'll play it for you, and then you'll hear why. You'll be like, oh, yeah, I hear it. Fuck, I'm so pumped. I'm going to call out Tom Cruise on Twitter right now. I'm just going to... I want to fight 
anyone, any 56-year-old I will take on right now. Because that's that's how pumped. And wait till the song gets into the this bit. Oh. Hey. Imagine this, like... <laughs> Imagine this, right? Hang on. Okay, this is how Justin Bieber would sing this song. Hey, you ready? Hi. He'd be like... Dun, dun, dun. Hi. I'm a baboon. <laughs> uh, I'm in a silly mood. Hey. Hi. I'm a baboon. I'm just like a human. <laughs> but... I got a big anus or whatever, and it's huge. All right, guys. Fat Bottom Girls is my ultimate pump-up song. It's the king of all pump-up songs. It makes me want to punch a wall. makes me want to headbutt things. That's the kind of level of psychitude that you should be feeling at the start of any pump-up song. But I've had a lot of people, obviously, a lot of people opinionated on this, and that's great. I love that. And a lot of people have been suggesting their ultimate pump-up songs. The first idea, we were going to do a playlist where I just made a playlist of everyone's songs, I thought, that doesn't prove shit, you know? I want to get to the bottom of this. What is the ultimate pump-up song? So I've devised a tournament, ladies and gentlemen, and I've also made an opener. Let's hit the opener now! The ultimate pump-up song countdown slash tournament. I don't want to get copyrighted. So I'm just doing that I hope you enjoyed that opener. Uh, if it gets copyrighted this week, it will change next week. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, look at me putting all this effort in. I've got an opener. I'm so excited about this. Okay, so this is what I've done, guys. It's the ultimate pump-up song bracket. Now, if you're watching the video... You already get what I'm doing. It is a tournament. I've nailed the top 16 pump-up songs on a whiteboard that I've got now. And each week, one pump-up song... So two pump-up songs will be playing off against each other. Uh, it will be decided with your voting. I'll tell you how you can vote in a second. You guys are going to decide which of these 16 ultimate pump-up songs makes the grand final in the end and plays off for the title of... The Memoirs of a White Guy Official Ultimate Pump-Up Championship. And this is bloody exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Now, there might be a few people going, Luke, how did you decide the top 16? Surely you've done this in the fairest way possible. You bloody betcha. I have devised... This took me an hour to do just the top 16. I wanted to get it right. I didn't want to fuck around. And I wanted to make sure it pleased as many people as possible. You can't please them all. And I'm not 100% pleased by this. And nor should you be. But this is how... Because music is subjective. So is pump-up songs. But what I've done is... I've looked at all your suggestions. And I reckon I had about 150 suggestions of pump-up songs I went through. And I tallied up which ones came in the most. So obviously I was getting some similar ones over and over, like you get Lose Yourself by Eminem a lot. You know, lots of people suggest, su suggesting very similar songs. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take into account your guys' suggestions as well as look at all those online lists, like, you know, the BuzzFeed's like top 30 pump-up songs, sports motivational songs. Because then you get like more of a feedback of what society in general is feeling. 
uh, about Ultimate Pump Up Song. So I the way I did this list was I didn't use any band song twice. So obviously Bon Jovi have a couple. They've got Living on a Prayer and Shot Through the Heart. I didn't want to use both. So I've just chosen one Bon Jovi song to be their kind of representation in this tournament. Um, I've chosen songs from all different genres. We've got hip hop. We've got modern songs. We've got pop songs. We've got rock songs. We've got old songs. You bloody name it. There's techno songs. There's rap. There's there's like, it's, it's literally, there's anthems. We've got a cross-section of music in general. So I feel like I've done it in the fairest way possible. Now, I'll read you guys the matchups. This week, the first week, uh, Sandstorm, guys, is is playing off against Thunderstruck by ACDC. So Sandstorm by Darude, uh, the ultimate club meme dance track versus one of the ultimate rock songs. Uh, okay, I'll just read you guys the songs that made uh, the list and also who they're matching up against. So, I've the Tiger will be playing Joker and the Thief next week, or maybe I'm not sure how we're going to do it. And then holding out for a hero, the Shrek 2 version. That was, that was very, a lot, a lot of people suggested that, and I was pretty pro that as well. Holding out for a hero, obviously, the scene where human Shrek, so Radio Mike, he goes into the, um, to the castle and he's like, Genji, and then. You know, Shrek's riding Donkey when he looks like a fucking unicorn, and it's dope. So, there's that song from that scene, verse Turn Down For What. There's also Lose Yourself versus The Final Countdown. Um, obviously, Lose Yourself by Eminem versus Final Countdown by Europe, which was the song in the opener. There's Hall of Fame by The Script versus the Pokemon theme song. That will be a very interesting matchup. Will people go for their childhood classic, or will people go, no, lyrically, Hall of Fame is a better pump-up? Or does Ash Ketchum's energy and willingness to train Pokemon to be the very best like no one ever was get them the win? It'll be really interesting. And that's a matchup I'm looking forward to. We might do that one next week. And uh, Rocky is also playing off in the first round against Fat Bottom Girls. That's right. I'm not scared. I put fucking Fat Bottom Girls against the cream of the crop. Because I'm not, I'm not faced by... Look, I think Fat Bottom Girls can beat any one of these songs on here. But that's what I think. I might be wrong. All right? I put Fat Bottom Girls up against a hard match in the first round to send a message. To send a message of confidence out there to anyone listening saying, I think Fat Bottom Girls has got this. Now, I'm, I don't want to lead the witness. Vote for whoever you want to. If you think Rocky is a better pump-up song, the Rocky theme... Dun, 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 then vote for Rocky. But also, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I don't want to leave the witness, okay? I, 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 I'm just going to stay out of it. I'm, I'm going to be over here, and you guys can be over there voting. I'm going to be over here just going, Oi, fucking better not. <laughs> and then I got Shot Through the Heart by Bon Jovi versus The Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. That's a real matchup of classic rock anthems there. And then we've got Stronger versus All I Do Is Win. I had to put All I Do Is Win there. It came up a lot online, and I got suggested All I Do Is Win by DJ Khaled. I think you guys can agree. That's a powerful list. That is 16 Pump Up Bops. I, might, I also will make a playlist on Spotify as well with all these Pump Bops, as well with I'll include a few honorable mentions that I had. Um, I just want to say off the bat that this isn't my top 16 favorite pump-up songs. It is what I think society would overall agree upon as, yeah, I mean, most people agree that that's pretty much the songs that come up a lot when you're talking about pump-ups. And 
Uh, my initial gripes with the list. Firstly, I want to I want to state my gripes. If it was my list, I would have had a little more Kevin Rudolph in there. Maybe I made it. I look up to the sky and now the world. You know that's not. And then or maybe let it rock. I think that they're, they're good. Also, no Jay Z in there. Maybe like run this town would have been good or. You know, like numb encore, you know, that song, to gonna get an encore, do you want more? That's a banger. But, uh, okay, honorable mentions I had that almost made the cut but didn't, just in case you're sitting there seething, because my fucking song didn't make the list. Uh, started from the bottom by Drake, was gonna make it, but didn't make it. Obviously, Living on a Prayer, the other Bon Jovi one. Can't Stop by the Chili Peppers. The Pretender by the Foo Fighters, that was pretty stiff not to get in, I thought. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran, and Welcome to the Jungle came up a lot as well. And, uh... My my favourites that didn't make a list were You're Gonna Go Far Kid by The Offspring. I think that's a good banger, but it didn't get suggested enough. Not Afraid by Eminem. House of Wolves by My Chemical Romance is one of my favourite tracks. Bonfire by Childish Gambito. And of course, The Ultimate Tambourine Bop, Are You Gonna Be My Girl. Because you know what? I would would have loved to have that in there. It's just so I can go... Hey. <clears throat> so anyway, that's that's good. Uh, <laughs> man, look at me just fucking wall to wall laughs on this podcast, guys. This is just great. So yeah, almost the end of the app now. I uh, hope you guys have had a bloody good time. I do... Want, oh, yeah. Okay, hang on. It's not almost the end of the app. I, we need to go through Sandstorm and, and also how you guys can vote. What am I thinking? What am I bloody doing? Guys, you can vote uh, this week. Sandstorm by Darude is playing off against Thunderstruck by ACDC in the first matchup. And the way you guys can vote is uh, we're going to be doing three polls. That's right. I want to get a cross-section of social media. We ain't fucking around with this. You can vote in the Facebook group, the Memoirs of a White Guy Facebook group. I can make a poll there. I'll also make a poll on my YouTube channel so I can get a cross-section, maybe people who don't even listen to the podcast. So therefore, it can't be skewed, uh, this vote. And also, on the Memoirs of a White Guy Instagram story, I will post that the night the podcast uploads, I will be posting on the story as to what the new matchup is and you guys can vote. And... The way it's going to work, obviously, is the song has to win two out of three polls of the three. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, this week... Uh, so, go vote in all three if you want. Um, <clears throat> go follow the Memoirs of a White Guy Instagram and join the Facebook group and subscribe on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, to do all that. And then, Darude... So, okay, so Sandstorm. If you guys don't know Sandstorm, just so you guys can have it in your mind what you want to vote for. If you don't know Sandstorm, then you've been living under a rock. Like a, not even, like a boulder. You guys have been living under Stonehenge, if you haven't heard this song. And look, this is rightly should be in there. It is such a tune, dude. Mm. Are you ready to drop? Dude. I think I want to fight Tom Cruise even harder. Nah, I'm just kidding. Fat Bottom Girls is still the ultimate bump up song. But uh, that's Sandstorm. So that's going to be playing it off uh, against... Uh, oops, I started it again. That's going to be playing off against ACDC. Now, before we start, both songs known for a very strong intro and a build. Both songs. That's why I wanted to match them up against each other. They have similar songs, but in different genres. You know, this is more of a rock build. The other one's a techno build. 
See, you just got that little little build, but then it comes in with a. You bet. Oh, it's a very good running song. I reckon this is better for exercising because you're like, like I can imagine running to this to me like, uh huh. You fucking bet I'm gonna do more than a kilometer today. Be your best version of yourself, Lukey boy. You can do it. You know that's what I think in my head. Um, so yeah. Thunderstruck, playing against Sandstorm, get your votes in, and next week, there'll only be one winner, one will be knocked out of the comp, and Sandstorm or Thunderstruck will progress through the next round, and obviously, eventually, we'll get all the way in of the uh, bracket, which I've made here, and there'll be a winner, and look, you know, people might be mad, people might be happy, but that's the game, okay, you don't, don't fight it, just embrace it, so... Before we end it, I want to talk about <clears throat> this taco tip I had. Guys, I heard a game changer this week. It's revolutionary if you're a fan of tacos. It's revolutionary even if you're not. Because if you're not, you definitely would have thought of this before. Maybe some people are already doing it. I bet you this isn't revolutionary to some. But I wanted to put it out there in the world because, you know, I've got this platform of like, you know, I have, I have a lot of, you know, thanks to you guys, a lot of people subscribe and, and watch my stuff. And that's very cool. And when you have a platform like this, you got to use it for good sometimes. I've done, a, I've done a lot of charity work in the past. We've raised a lot of money for different things. And it's been great. And occasionally I come out, I just, on this podcast, it's not all negative, And I just want to come out and do, do a bit of um, goodwill for the public. And this is exactly what that is because... I've got a taco tip that might change your Mexican nights at your house. It might change the way you eat Mexican food when you go out. You might be requesting custom orders because my girlfriend Meg, her sister's husband, right? So her, she has a sister, her husband, during the week, changed the game. You put a soft taco around a crunchy taco so it doesn't fall apart. And you get the crunch because everyone likes the crunch of the of the of the taco, right? But often, when if you get a hard taco, you crunch it, it just breaks apart, and all your shit goes all over your plate, and you end up just picking it up, and kind of it's a mess by the end. So you counter that out with a soft taco wrapped around. You get double the taco. You get the crunch because you crunch it open, but then it just falls into into the into the smooth layer. It's like it's like Oh man, it, it, it'd be, I haven't tried it yet, but I've had dreams about it, of how much it would work and how much it makes sense now. It blew my fucking mind. He was sitting there and I crunched my taco over the dinner table and he went, ah, you need to wrap that with a soft one. Works way better. And I went, Poof. it was like the meme where like all like the maths and shit are going through that, for that girl's head. And I was just sitting there going like, bro, I've never thought about that before. It's revolutionary. Some people thought, you know, the iPhone changed the game. Some people thought Gandhi changed the game. My girlfriend's sister's husband, Matt, will be known forever as Mr. Taco, the game changer. Look, some people might already have been doing that. Maybe this isn't news. Maybe this is just news to me. <laughs> Often on this podcast, I'll say shit that's like, guys... We're changing the game. It's revolutionary. And you guys are like, yeah, we've been doing that since I was four. Uh, <laughs> like some people are probably like, I learned how to fucking eat tacos like that before I could walk. Uh, but cool, dude. If, if Look, I haven't, I'm not a big 
Big taco, man. I, I do like tacos. I just very rarely have them. So that blew my mind. Hope it blew yours. And if that's changed the game for you, you're welcome. If you're sitting there smug going, already knew that, quit rubbing it in. All right? We get it. You're a taco fiend. So, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Guys, got some dates coming up this weekend. Should have plugged this at the start of the podcast, but oh, well, I forgot. <laughs> Uh, that's how good I am at marketing my shit. Final two shows of the Tambourine Tour, Aubrey and Canberra this weekend, uh, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to Aubrey, and then Saturday I'm going to Canberra. So if you haven't got a ticket yet or you're coming, bring your friends. There's still a few tickets left. I'd love to pack out these shows as much as possible before the end of the tour. End with two big ones, and yeah, let's do it. Aubrey, Canberra, LukeHidgel.com, and also... Yeah, let me know what you think of the podcast. If you're new, hope you guys stick around. If you're still listening to it, and make sure you vote on the ultimate pump up song. Let's change the game here. Let's do this properly. And um, yeah, Sandstorm versus Thunderstruck this week. I'll set up the polls and yeah, make sure you vote honestly um, and to your heart. That's what I'd recommend. Don't think about it too much. Vote with your heart. Vote with your vote with your gut. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys very much for listening. I'd love it if you left a review on iTunes. Please subscribe. I'm going to be uploading it every week now on my main channel. So let's keep growing this thing. I want to make this podcast as big as possible. It's one of my favorite things to do. So if you liked it, tell a friend, get around it, and see ya.